Walt Disney Studios presents a Studio Ghibli film. Honey, don't take a shortcut. You always get us lost. From master filmmaker Hayao Miyazaki. What is it? Come on, let's go in. I want to see what's on the other side. Where are you going? Hey! You said just a quick look. Now let's go back. You shouldn't be here. Get out of here now! What? Leave before it gets dark. You've got to get across the river. Go! I'll distract them. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where I knew you were good. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings. And this week, we rewatched Hayao Miyazaki's Spirited Away. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? We are under the influence of the best wine that's under $10. Yeah, quite the claim. Yes, that's their marketing, or at least that's what Ingalls tells me. Columbia Crest... Grand Stage, Cabernet Sauvignon, 2020, Washington State. Ooh. I heard a lot of the 2020 wines have, like, a burnish taste because of all the forest fires. Have you noticed that at all from the wine that you drink? There's, like, a distinction? Uh, no, I can't tell you I did. No. Excuse me, pardon me. Ah, uh, well, it's, I thought it's... you were going to say maybe there was some kind of COVID related. <laughs> <laughs> people were getting COVID from wine all over the world, especially in Italy, which killed so many people. <laughs> But yeah, this is uh, the man himself, Little Wayne, who is uh, actually jumped on this yacht with us. We should probably make the announcement. Uh, it probably still sounds that we're uh, at sea, which we are. Maybe it is Little Wayne's yacht. I mean, whose yacht is this? Um, is it Trumpster? <laughs> it's not mine, boys. It's so much nicer. <laughs> My yacht has gold everywhere, even in the fucking toilet. All right, Trump, I bet that's the case. I don't think this is Wayne's, uh, but maybe we should uh, ask Muskie and maybe Flipper what exactly uh, the location that they got this yacht from, because it is sort of a mystery from last episode. You know, a lot has changed, and in the same way, not much has changed at all. Yes. But, uh, Dad, just give him the pour. <laughs> I will. I don't know why. <laughs> Truly. It's almost like, you know, you've got to let bygones be bygones, you know. We, we've moved past Canceled Island. I've had a, a transformative experience um, I don't Hopefully know about you. we will never return, but that's, you know. That's true. Hopefully the, uh, the cyclical um, <laughs> reintegration of my ego into this podcast uh, hopefully won't be problematic enough to get us back on Canceled Island, but nothing is guaranteed. Uh, <laughs> just like us even getting back, because quite frankly, I don't really care for the, uh, the choppy waters and uh, our crewmates, to be frank, since we have the, a, a bevy. Uh, with us here, but Dad, while we uh, get settled back on the ship, why don't you tell us a little about this movie? All right, so getting off Cancelled Island <laughs> and you know watching the debaucherous legend of the Overfiend. Yep, we required some cleansing. Yep, this is uh, spiritual. This is body. This is mind, dude. This is the full gambit. We're 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 clearing ourselves out. So we're coming back to our first episode, mm-hmm. and we're rewatching the masterpiece "Spirited Away" by the master himself. Truly. Goated movie. Yes. <laughs> Done in 2001. And uh, it's pretty much regarded as one of the greatest films. If of, not the greatest of all time. Yeah, of the 21st century. And uh, basically one of the best animated films ever. Mm-hmm. And it was the only film to ever win, or at least animated film, to win the Academy Award. Very impressive. Which we've probably talked about before at the 75th Academy Awards. Yep, 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 yep. And um, there's no live action, but I'm 
I'm open to it, man. That would be cool. It feels like there should be. Considering if they did a Kiki's fucking live action, I think there's uh, there's some room for live action Ghibli. Yeah, I mean, in this age of CGI and everything, they could probably do it justice. Mm. I think Miyazaki would put his foot down. He's like, even in these live yeah, action movies, I guess no it would fucking be sort CGI. of sacrilegious to, you know. There could be practical effects. It could be like a Star Wars of your type of de- uh, type of movie. Mm. Or even in the new Star Wars, they use a lot of practical stuff. I think that would be super cool uh, for a Spirited Away live action. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, we'll take that up with Hayo himself <laughs> at some point. <laughs> well, he keeps coming in and out of retirement. Yeah. Once he retires long enough. He He's never done, dude. Yeah. Boomers just can't fucking die. <laughs> they have to keep fighting. <laughs> and um, I, as far as fun facts, the, the one thing I always am amazed is that Miyazaki never has a script. I don't think he's ever had a script. He mm. just sort of makes these films on the fly, which is sort of amazing to me. He's the Jay-Z of anime. He just yeah. writes nothing, dude. He's yeah. all just vibes and, like, humming to he get the He just sort you know, the of plot. gets a general idea and then just goes for it. And it's impressive. Yeah. Obviously, it works for him. You know, everybody's got to have their process. And Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 97% from the critics, 96 mm. from the audience. No surprise there. IMDb is 8.6 out of 10, which uh, I'm sort of pissed off at them for that. You know what I mean? I feel like the IMDb scores are usually like at least a whole point lower than what the general consensus will give you anyway. Something about IMDb, Metacritic, uh, these, these, you know, aggregators, they're a little bit more tough on the movies. Hmm. Well... I think it at least should have been in the nine range, but yeah, I think nine is like a non-star. who am I? <laughs> well, you you have some standing in the anime game, like you know what you're talking about a little bit. <laughs> I think you've seen enough now uh, in our seventieth episode that uh, you you definitely have earned your place as a, a cultural huh. anime critic. Really? Wow. At least that's what I want to call myself. So I'll, I'll trib that uh, attribute that to you as well. Uh, but dad. Although there might be some stellar uh, Rotten Tomatoes IMDb scores, there was a couple bad letterbox worst reviews. So let's just jump right into that. See what people are saying that's uh, not good about this movie. So a half star by Uncle Larry 42 on September 9th, 2022. Would give this negative one million if I could. Watching this was one of the most traumatic experiences of my life. This guy's a what? fucking pussy. Uncle Larry, get the Uncle Larry 42. I mean... Uh... This is a grown-ass man. Well, well, does that mean there's like 41 other Uncle Larry's? I'm sure there's a lot of Uncle Larry's in the world. This is the the 42nd one on the planet right now. That's kind of impressive. I don't even understand why he says, would give this 1 million. Negative 1 million. Oh, negative 1 million. Yeah, there's a little... Yeah, that's uh, that's just way too far. I I don't understand... The whole thing about this movie being scary is something we talked about before. Yeah, this guy, I think he's... You know, really deep into the bottle. I mean, I don't. <laughs> He's I, deep <laughs> into the bottle. <laughs> this guy's a fucking drug addict. I mean, yeah. Who can't even handle his shit because he's scared of uh, spirited I mean, if away. You watch Spirited Away, and it's traumatic to him. I mean, he's basically curled up in the fetal position. Or he's something. essentially scared of Chihiro crying for an hour and a half because that's like most of the movie. So, Uncle Larry, uh, if you ever hear this, <laughs> grow the fuck up. <laughs> In wow, love with this was just in <laughs> September 9th, too, man. I know. Well, yeah. we had, uh, the last time we did this was 2020. So I tried to find all stuff that was after the original episode, which a lot of the comments were from 2020. So this is all fresh new shit from our letterbox category. Uh, we got another half star by Penis the Second. Nice. Um, 
<laughs> See, he's the second one, and Uncle Larry was the 42nd. Uh, on February 5th, 2022. Boring, normie garbage. Nothing compared to the greatest animated films of all time, Ratatouille and Shrek. And... Well, first off, these are not traditional animated films, so I don't mm. think you should put them in the same category. Because we're, we're distinguishing the, the hand-drawn versus yes. that. Yes. I think, though... Because of the evolution of that medium, and to be able to you know categorize the greatest animated films of all time, the umbrella got bigger, and you have to really give it some consideration. Because Shrek, Shrek has a lot of staying power, at least in America. I don't know what it's like, you know, elsewhere. I don't think there's been a, a Shrek craze in Japan. Well, if you want to put them under the same umbrella, yeah, I, I guess I could. Uh, How far away is Shrek from being as good as Spirited Away in your mind? Because I think that gap is a lot closer than you think. The gap? Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a difference. No, there's not. I mean... <laughs> this is such a hot take that we're just both like straight-facing <laughs> through it. Yeah, dude, Shrek is as good as Spirited Away. And it's it's funny to say it, but it's absolutely fucking true. Yeah. And this speaks to... For different reasons, though. That's my whole point. Yeah, for sure. You know, everything is on a spectrum, and these movies have to be graded uh, on their own merit. But as I was saying, Shrek definitely has um, a, a lot of cachet within the culture, and especially in millennials who grew up with this movie yeah. and has been embedded in their brain. But there's this old video on the internet that captured the attention of a lot of people my age when it came out, and it was uh, Shrek-related. And uh, I'll play it for you. Actually, if you want to play it on the document so you can watch it, but just play it out loud and we can uh, watch it together. Because this is <laughs> classic oh, internet. It says this video is age-restricted. Oh, you can't play it? <laughs> I don't know. Wait. Oh, yeah. I have to go to YouTube. That's so funny. It is. I mean, I get why it says that. But. Oh, no, it's not. All right. I got go it. Go ahead. Play it. I was only nine years old. I, I loved Shrek old. so much. I had all the merchandise and movies. I prayed to Shrek every night before bed, thanking him for the life I've been given. Shrek is love, I say. Shrek is life. Oh my gosh. My dad hears me and calls me a faggot. She's <laughs> jealous. My devotion to Shrek. I called him a cunt. <laughs> he slaps me and sends me to go to sleep. I'm crying now, and my face hurts. I lay in bed, and it's really cold. A warmth is moving towards me. I feel something touch me. It's Shrek. I'm so happy. <laughs> he whispers in my ear. This is my swamp. He grabs me with his powerful ogre hands and puts me on my hands and knees. I am ready. I spread oh my, my ass cheeks God. for Shrek. He penetrates my butthole. <laughs> it hurts so much. But I do it for Shrek. I can feel my butt tearing. My eyes start to water. <laughs> <laughs> I push against his force. I want to please Shrek. He roars a mighty roar. Oh he my fills gosh. my butt with love. Fills his my butt with love. In. What the? F Shrek looks him straight in the eyes and says, "It's all ogre now." <laughs> Shrek leaves through my window. <laughs> Shrek is love. Shrek is life. Oh my gosh. That uh is an absolutely iconic in a, uh, internet video and i can't believe you haven't seen it or heard or uh, the fact that we even brought it up to you as children 
but yeah, I would uh, I would put that up with pretty much anything. It's like Leroy Jenkins and Shrek is love, Shrek is life. Uh, no, that is the first time I've ever seen that, and uh, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> I think you should love it, dude. I think now that you know what love is, I think it uh, is going to open up I, your I mind. I think I have no hope for the world. <sighs> that was the thing that really broke you. We watched Euroskadoji last week, and this is the thing that got you. I know, but I was the trying Trek to hope that this was going to be like uh, you know a clean podcast that I was going to. You just tried to say that during the song, and that's just not the case. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, we can't pivot to being a clean podcast now. Trek is life and love. Oh my god! And he's tearing up asses. Who do you think eats better pussy, No Face or Shrek? <laughs> uh, no Face is known for legitimately just eating. I don't think he has a face, but oh, he's got a right. tongue. He does have a. He does. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's, it's below his face. Doesn't matter. Remember, yeah. doesn't matter. He could still do a sixty-nine. Actually, I don't know if No Face has a penis. That's the only the thing he can't do. Shrek at least has a monster dog. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah. Well, you only have to attribute the monster thing to the fact that he's an ogre. But, you know, I don't know too many uh, small dick ogres. At least they're not brought up in the Shrek universe. You know, um, I don't think he's ever worried about fucking to, erectile you know, dysfunction. Give a shout out to Penis the Second for keeping it alive. I mean, he's, you know, whoever <laughs> Penis the First was. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Shout out to your dad who uh, <laughs> is carrying on the lineage, I guess. It only seems fitting that you would have to play that stupid Shrek is Life video. For penis the second. I mean, I mostly paid that for you, but yeah, oh, penis okay. also got okay. to uh, benefit yeah. if he ever comes across this pod. Well, I'm sure he's watched. <laughs> I'm sure he's the biggest fan, yeah. just like Trump. Ratatouille too. That's a that's a pretty goddamn good movie. I mean, the Raccoonatouille was uh, also uh, maybe good on that one, but I think I prefer the Ratatouille. So we have. Another- I remember Shrek as being one of those movies that we went to see, and at the time I felt like, oh great, another stupid. You know, mm. I mean, I was a big fan of Pixar, but then, we, you know, they came out. Everybody was coming out with a, you know, yeah, computer generated. How game. often or how much, I guess, is maybe the better question. How much have you thought about the process that it took for Donkey to uh, inseminate that dragon? <laughs> Do you think the dragon was getting anything out of that, you know, relationship with Donkey? Do you think he had a big enough Donkey dick to pleasure that dragon at all? No, no. But he had enough sperm in him to apparently I, get I, I feel like it was probably artificial. What, what do they say? Artificially inseminated. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Donkey took a turkey yeah. baster to the yeah. dragon. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I like to think that, you know, Murphy Murphy Donkey Man is laying pipe to uh, Dragon or whomever it may be. You know, maybe he'll hook up with a stallion. I'm actually surprised that there isn't a video that somebody concocted that probably showed um How that happened. I, when you're talking and you know i have a minute to look it up i'm gonna search for that but we can <laughs> <laughs> we can uh move on we got another half star by mckenna thomas on august 16th 2021 the day i saw this in theaters was the day the music died is there a movie that you've watched uh whether it be recently or just in general that left you emotionally despondent or just like really really sad what's the last movie that had that type of reaction from you mm. I feel like there was. I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, there's been some movies that have shook me, but I just, like I said, I'm having a hard time. I probably just scrubbed it from my mind. Yeah, you're you're a mind scrubber type. I'm yeah. the one who likes to put it on a pedestal and like talk about it and shit. Why? Um, I uh, I would probably have to say Requiem for a Dream left me the most discomforted. Uh, that I can remember after first seeing it. Yeah, that was a troubling movie. Going ass to ass with the double double sided dildo was yeah. like, 
a, a huge power move in terms of uh, movie making, but not the the best. The thing watch is, there's experience. a lot of movies that I hear about that people tell me about that are just like you know, really depressing, mm-hmm. and I avoid them. Yeah, yeah, like uh, <laughs> the Human Centipede. I definitely watched those. Yeah. I watched the first two. And I didn't I, see the third one. All I, I heard was the. I, I've never watched it, so I just mm. uh, for some reason I can't find myself watching those. I think you I don't should, know why. For some reason, it's pretty obvious they're garbage. Human Centipede Two, Kill Mom. Scene. There's actually a third one too. Yeah, no, I knew. Uh, I knew about the third one. I they couldn't have to just keep upping it. You know what I mean? First, it was like I don't know what the second one was. What. It How was the people? fact that the first movie was a movie, and this one guy is a security guard who's obsessed with it, who jerks off with sandpaper and oh! reconstructs. See, that just makes me. Yeah, and I, I mean the the second one is repugnant. It's like and way the worse. Third one is like a hundred. Like, don't they go into a like an insane asylum, insane asylum, or something like that? Oh my god! Okay, to punish his prisoners, a sadistic warden oh, right. and his right hand man hatch a scheme to suture five hundred inmates together. Half a thousand people, ass to mouth. That's Guess how much money it made? I hope nothing. <laughs> it's it's fucking five figures. It's a box office. It's sixteen thousand one hundred eighty four dollars. It has a twenty on Rotten Tomatoes, two point eight on IMDb, and one point four five or one point four on Letterbox. That it actually has a twenty is surprising. It should have a zero. I know. I've seen Maybe movies. Maybe not even just scrubbed. Yeah, this shouldn't even be uh, available. This is, you know, border uh, borderline a snuff film, which it seems like we <laughs> seem to almost watch all the time, but this one goes a little too far. Uh, we got another one by uh, Half Star on JRM Genius on December 18, 2020. Worthless garbage. The only good aspect of the film was the theme of existential nihilism, but besides that, it's trash. Did you get existential nihilism from this movie no. at all? No, I don't think this person has any idea what the fuck they're talking about. JRM genius, you're not that smart if you think this movie has anything to do with existential nihilism. Uh, and then finally, he's just trying to sound smart. I know. He's just throwing out big words, which is like the, the biggest folly of anybody who's attempting to sound like they don't have an IQ of like 75. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you at least got a th- uh, you know your thesaurus out, my friend. Uh, but finally, we got two big, nice five stars. One by Sophie on June 1st, 2020. To those who rated this lower than four, you will be turned into a pig. Which feels like a, a proper punishment in this case. Uh, and then finally, five stars by Lucy on October 30th, 2018. Maybe definitely the best animated film of all time. And that's uh, that's going to be a question that lingers. Yeah, that's not a hot take, Lucy, but hey, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're not really stretching anybody out by this one, but it's something that can be debated, and we'll get there, uh, I'm sure, towards the very end of the episode. But, Dad, now that we've shined our spotlights, was there uh, anything you wanted to uh, illuminate, you know, shine your own spotlight on? Yeah, I want to know, does the roasted newt rival the Colorado River Toad? (laughs) (laughs) Go on. (laughs) (laughs) This is the toad that has the psychedelic, uh, psychoactive Mm -hmm. uh, properties Mm -hmm. that allows you to, you know, maybe talk to God or something like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. And uh, it was funny because I've been, you know, looking into all these discussions about DMT. And um, I found out that Mike Tyson did DMT. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a fad amongst the, the Joe Rogan guests, you know. <laughs> if you listen or have been yeah, on, he was on Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan had to he do basically DMT. said, I look at life differently. I look at people differently. 
It's almost like dying and being reborn. It's inconceivable. I tried to explain to some people, to my wife, I don't have words to explain it. It's almost like you're dying, you're submissive, you're humble, you're vulnerable, but you're invincible still in all. Mm. You've experienced the DMT trip. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's any of that shit. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think people who like... The, the funny thing is about hallucinogenics, and like you've done some, you've done mostly LSD. You've said you've done mushrooms? No. No, you haven't done mushrooms, but you've done, uh, done LSD. Yeah. I think people who like do hallucinogenics and feel like that, they talk about it as just being like this fucking rebirth thing. I think I'm some, maybe more grounded in reality where like I can separate myself pretty easily from my body where it's like not that big of a deal to be in the, uh, the viewer seat. So anybody who gets out of their own fucking headspace is like shocked. It's like, I've been obsessed with myself for 30 years and I took some drugs and now I fucking think differently. And like, you just had bad perspective in the first place, but I recommend it. I recommend anyone to do DMT simply because you should, you know, get that perspective. But I think that's a little overblown. Maybe I just didn't do enough. Although I did it a lot the night that I did it. Yeah, I'm still intrigued to experience it at some point. I think it would shock the shit out of you. Yeah. I'm I'm just not one to be surprised by shit, which yeah. is like maybe I'm not the best advocate to be talking about it. But like, I don't know. I, I, I'm still trying to find some for not only myself, but for you, too. <laughs> if I can get you some DMT, I will get you DMT, whether it be for your fucking birthday or Christmas or something. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it, dude. Just make sure you get the right stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Give you PCP. Yeah. Hit you with that uh, that fucking Titanic experience, put it in the soup. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm afraid of. It's like if I knew I was getting like, you know. What happens if I got you a Sonoran Desert Toad and I just said, lick it, old man? <laughs> Would you do it? No. No, you wouldn't lick nah, the frog. I don't want to lick the frog, no. Yeah. That seems like a step too far. I mean, that's the same like uh, thing with ayahuasca. Like, you're fucking shitting yourself and like puking, which apparently feels really good when you're under that influence, but... It just seems like a lot. DMT is like truly the best fucking drug. It's the roller coaster ride of your dreams. And then you get off the ride and you get to live your normal life. Well, that's the cool thing about it. It's just like, you know, it's 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do it. I mean, there's no like refractory period. Yeah. I could drive my car as soon as I was done doing DMT. <laughs> I was like confident about that. When I was done, I was like, oh my God, I'm like stone sober, which is really surprising. But yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I guess a shout out to anybody who's looking to try some DMT. Don't be shocked, but like, be amazed in a way. And I was wondering, uh, what kind of spirit was No Face? And it looks like he's, um, I don't know, is a Japanese yokai, yokai. Hmm. But it was like weird because they were saying it's an old Japanese word for badger or rac raccoon dog. Oh, <laughs> just like where does that come in? Interesting. Raccoon dog. I mean, raccoons have some sort of, um, you know, interest amongst Miyazaki's contemporaries where they made, what, uh, what was that fucking raccoon movie that they did? It was Iso Takahata. I don't know. I, they made a raccoon movie, so maybe it's just uh, a lot of people like raccoons in Japan. Trash pandas, you know? They have regular pandas in China and Japan. They have trash pandas. And I also wanted to bring up the fact that the, 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 the girl that did the voice... Chihiro. For uh, Chihiro, mm -hmm. DeVay Chase. Mm. She seems like she's fallen on some hard times. Really? Yeah, because uh, she was arrested in November of 2017 for riding in a stolen car. Dope. 
and then she Grand was Theft Auto. Yeah, and then she was arrested again in 2018 for drug possession charges. 18 months after allegedly leaving a dying man outside an emergency room. What? <laughs> yeah. How old is this girl now? I don't know. I but mean, it's that, 21 I mean, years ever later. since that. I mean, from that point on, her um, her IMDb is like it's gone. Like there's nothing. She hasn't done anything. So she's obviously gone down the drug road. Yeah, that's too bad. And Beth I was surprised H. that she was. Um, Wait, in she that. was Lilo too. Yeah, she was Lilo and Lilo and Stitch. So she had a really promising career, and then she was also Samara in The Ring. Do you remember that movie, The Ring? Yeah, I that do. horror movie. Wait, she was, was she the girl. Lost? Does it say she was on? Wait a second. Lost. She was in a bunch of stuff, but then in 2017, no. man, she just started, you know, sliding, stolen cars, dying men. <laughs> That's uh, that's too bad. I would love to have you know a rush more of like the worst fucking drug spinoffs of uh, any actor or actress. People who like had some sort of promise in their young career and just I don't know got into fucking doing heroin or whatever. I think that would be an interesting rush more to see the people who like it. Was like I guess Robert Downey could have been on that, but he corrected his shit. Mickey Rourke yeah, was on the, that. Probably the most famous in terms of recovery. Like he was, yeah, he was going down a dark road. Worst drug flameouts celebrities. I mean, Amanda Bynes. Jan Michael Vincent. Jan, is that his name? He was another actor that just. And then what's the other guy there that? Um, oh crap. He was in a lot of stuff. He played uh, Buddy Holly in that movie, and can't remember his name. I can't believe Zoe's on this boat with us, dude. Or this is just some fucking... <laughs> this is some sea cat who just wants just to bother the shit up, out of yeah, us. Some cat that's just, you know, stowaway on the on the eye. Hey! Get that fucking cat out of here! <laughs> Rory, it's hey, okay. Hey, Roy, Roy, it's yeah. okay. It's a sea cat. You don't have to worry. <laughs> I don't fucking care! I'm not a fan of cats! It's such a... You know, I already have a lot to worry about. I'm a... I can't believe you guys tried to leave me on that island. Yeah, sorry, Rory. We just, like, got out really fast. It wasn't necessarily anything about, you know, you... Uh... <laughs> Bro Brock! Hey, Brock, come on. Sorry, guys. Hey, Brock, seriously, shut up. Hey, I'm, uh... <laughs> What's up, guys? It's, uh, me, Muskie. You know, I, I was just coming down to let you guys know that the, uh... Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Flippa, Flippa's here in his little tank. He actually wanted to, uh, have a breather from, uh, the water, but... You know, we, uh... I we might have a storm coming, boys. It's going to be a nice, quiet ride home, but obviously, it's going to already get crazy. Yeah, well, that's what I'm coming down to tell you, because it seems like uh, we might be heading towards some uh, some clouds and some waves and shit. I don't know. It's looking pretty bad out there. I got my uh, my little pirate's fucking mono uh, you know, uh, binoculars. Is that the thing? It's a monocle. Monocular. Yeah. Monocle, yeah. <laughs> it's a monocular. Like no. <laughs> It doesn't look good. Is what Great. I'm we get off Cancel Island, and what are we going to do? Land on Gilligan's Island? <laughs> well, you know, I, I really know. I'm just saying this, uh, this, this fucking, this, this yacht might not A be. Three hour tour. The weather's starting getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. Boys, I'll be honest. I am not going back to Cancel Island. I'll fucking get a helicopter out of here, and I'll fly home, and it'll be, uh, just you and Muskie. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> all right, this is uh, this is not good news. I'm glad that you know you at least let us know that we're gonna have some choppy waters, but you guys need to shut the fuck up. We're recording. You know, we'll get the cat out of here, but uh, let's let's move on. Everybody, calm down. At least grab your life jackets for Christ's sake. <laughs> Dad, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. You know, <laughs> break off on a tangent there. 
And the other thing which we probably brought up in the first one is these parents, come on now. The father, he's just like speeding up this back road, basically putting them in a situation where they come into this, you know, stupid, well, it's not stupid, but but the whole thing with the parents, you know, when they're pigging out. Mm. And then I found out that there's like a city in Taiwan called um, Jufen. Mm. I believe that's it. And a lot of people think that this is where uh, Miyazaki got the idea for the, um, you know, where they're eating all the uh, the food. Mm-hmm. Because basically a lot of tourists go there and all of this food is like just right out. out of this tai- tai- Taiwan city. Is it always like set out for just people to sit down and start eating? Is it like buffet style there? I guess so. I mean, there, I, I got a picture here that sort of shows the, the shops and it does oh, look yeah. almost exactly like what they had I love in the that. movie. But Miyazaki has denied that the, the city is the model, but... Yeah, he's just got some other shit in his head. I wonder if they have uh, recreated this at uh, Ghibli Park, you know? I wonder how deep they got into the spirited away I don't know. Recreation. There's a lot of pictures out there. It's uh, um, It looks pretty interesting. It's opening soon. It's opening up on the 1st of November. Yeah. So that's fucking cool. I just saw a... Um, uh, uh, an article about people were mad because they have benches in the park and supposedly they have items that are on the bench that represent items in the movie, like somebody's mm. hat or something, you know what I mean? And somebody was complaining that this was, uh, I can't remember how they phrased it, but it was somehow... Harmful to homeless people? Yeah. Yeah. Did you read that? No, I just know that's like a common discussion around park benches. Um, there has been like this movement in the last couple of years to essentially have park benches not have any bars or anything in the middle of it where hypothetically a homeless person could sleep on it without being, you know, inconvenienced. But that is like a, a weird change in discourse. We're like, all right, we let's keep these things clean but for the, the thing of it is it's a it's an amusement park it's not you know a public park yeah who's letting people stay and it, in and it's park? supposed to be there for you know some kind of you know photo op yeah you know, that you can you know take a picture with something it's stupid. i think we should leave more cool stuff out for homeless people i think we should just have like cool shit outside all the time you know not just benches let's just <laughs> let them have shit fuck it let them go to the uh let them go to the bathhouse you know i had a uh, i had just like i think i only had one um, but mine was Yababa's Mole, which is like, this is completely tangential and has really nothing to do with the movie. But the the character of Yababa, and I guess Zaniba probably has it too since they're twins, but they have this giant mole right in the middle of their head. And it reminded me of uh, this rapper, <laughs> Little Uzi Vert, who is uh, one of the, the, the newer rappers that have come out in the last couple of years. He's very popular now. But he got a $24 million diamond, pink diamond. Embedded into his head, and I put this into the uh, into the, the fucking document. And apparently, when he jumped off like stage, when he was like you know stage diving at a show, a bunch of his fans like ripped it out of his fucking head. So he had to uh, you know whether he even got it back, I can't remember. But yeah, he was seized upon, and this sort of led me down uh, a rabbit hole of general body modification. And two guys really freaked me out. Uh, the first one was the the guy with 516 body modifications. He's called uh, Rolf Buchholz. He's 62 years old, but he has like 516 body modifications, and he's just turned into uh, like a, a demon type. But the, 
But there's another guy that takes it even further. And he's uh he's fucking called what is it? The Black Angel? Yeah, it's yeah, like that, the, that video. I mean, that picture you have here. Yeah, the Black Angel project, where he looks it looks like, like a damn alien. Yeah, he's he's cut off multiple fingers, so he has claws. He's gonna amputate his legs. It's really, I mean, crazy is obviously the the first word that comes to mind, but like, I mean, I don't even want a tattoo. I can't believe this person has become a different creature. Like, you couldn't identify this as, you know, I guess you could identify it as human, but you definitely have to give it a second look. What's the one body modification do you think you could do? You want a piercing, a tattoo, a fucking, you know, gauges? No, I, I don't. Would you ever get a tattoo? No. No. No, I, I just it, it's nothing that interests me. Yeah, I'm uh I'm not huge on tattoos. I think they look really cool on other people, but I'm the type of person that would get anything and look at it all the time and be like, I can't believe I fucking did this. This picture you have here is the guy on the left, the other guy on the right. Yeah, the guy on the left is what he originally looked like. And then he transformed himself into the guy on the right who has no ears, uh, a shaved down nose. It looks like staples in his forehead and a bunch of like. <laughs> oh, is this his progression? Yeah, that's what he became. Oh, my God. I mean, the Black Angel Project is like this thing where he's been documenting these changes. And it's it's pretty baffling. Like to even see it in person, uh, not in person, but like see it in video form. It's it's pretty jarring. I. uh I don't know <laughs> much more to say about it, but it's it's fucking a lot. Uh, and I, I would recommend anyone to go check it out just because you don't necessarily get to see people go fully balls to the walls. You know, you think you got a few tattoos like this dude is washing you in that respect. See, it's funny you brought up Ubaba's mole because I was looking at that and I'm like, man, is that a mole or is that a nasty blackhead? <laughs> I'm like, we got to get in Dr. Pimple Popper. Do you like those videos? Ah. <sighs> I'm kind of intrigued by them in a I, weird fucking I'm, way. Weirdly, <laughs> I end up watching those things. I, do I don't too. know what they are. And I mean, she has her own show. Yeah, really? Yeah, she has a show on TV. And it's just like, it's weird. Because it's like, I think I've watched them on Facebook. Like, you mm. get them and you're like, oh, shit. Ooh, wow, that's nasty. Yeah. And you're watching it and she's just like pressing that thing out and freaking all this pus comes flying like oh damn yeah. it's like but, full-on cottage cheese yeah. coming out of this fucking person's face you know what another thing i find myself watching which is very strange is there's furry porn what nothing furry porn no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably right though but um <laughs> chill out yeah, yeah. <laughs> no is there's a guy on facebook that basically well not basically he he uh, fixes uh, cow's hoofs, mm. and he's called the hoof guy or something. And I end up my I end up watching these stupid videos every time I get to one to see because he'll always like, you know, show you like, oh look at this hoof, it's all fucked up. And then he'll you know he sits there and takes a grinder on him, and he has all these freaking tools that he cuts away on the hoof and he repairs them. But oh there's God. always like weird shit. Like he'll go like, oh look at there's this little hole, and all of a sudden massive freaking pus come flying out and you're like oh shit <laughs> yeah that's uh but it's just i i don't know why i find myself watching them i mean it's the biggest waste of time in the world but here i am watching you know hoof repair and pimple popping i think it's just like the general morbid curiosity of just seeing gross shit coming up someone's body because even like you know i had a, an infected um hangnail on my thumb for like a couple months like a year or so ago and when that thing popped, it was like fucking green. But I, but I couldn't 
like I couldn't look away. It's almost like the same thing of like seeing yeah. a car crash. It's like, oh, I got to fucking see this to completion. I got to squeeze this thing dry. And then I watched another video just yesterday of a woman that they pulled out. There was like this little black thing at the end of her. It was like a, a worm or something. Mm. I was at the end of her thumb. And they're, they grab it with these forceps and they're pulling on it and pulling on it. And she's like, oh, just get it out. Just get it out. I mean, the thing was probably like four inches long and they just it took them forever it was like a 50 and i watched the damn thing to the end because i was like what the hell is this thing and it's like how did it embed itself into her thumb oh my god i mean a four inch like it was like a it was like a worm yeah and it was sort of thick you know what i mean and it pulled it out of the end of her thumb have you ever seen um i think it's a tapeworm but when a tapeworm like releases uh it's not its tongue, but it's something else. Like, it's really weird. Let me see if I can find a tapeworm uh, white tongue. I don't know if it's even the right thing. Tapeworm tongue. And have you ever seen those videos of those, like, I think they're called tetsu flies or something? When they, they embed into your skin and yeah. they pull those things out? That's fucking weird. I saw that on Joe Rogan. Like, Joe Rogan pulled up, so I had to go. See, that's weird that I watch those kind of videos, but I can't watch something like... The human centipede. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find the uh, the worm thing, but I did find this. <laughs> it's uh, it's a there picture of donkey dick deep into the oh. dragon, licking uh, licking its claws. Yeah. Well, now I know how it's done. Yeah, it's missionary, which is like <laughs> we should have known. This, the, the, he's not hitting it from the back. It's really only missionary for this animal uh, coupling. But yeah, yeah, that sort of solves the mystery, I guess, for us in that respect. Um, <laughs> how did I know? Yeah, that well, it was going to appear. I mean, if you if you can think about it, it's on the internet. Rule thirty four. It's yep. tried and true, and it's the, the I the, forgot about that rule. Yeah, it's the only rule we follow in the world. Yeah. It seems like. Uh, but dad, uh, as we figured out with uh, donkey and dragon, there's some uh, things we can learn about hooking up with people who are bigger than us. But uh, was there any takeaway or any unintentional lesson you took from this movie? Well, I found out. I was. I don't know where I found this, but. The um, the background music at the end mm. by uh, Joe Hasashi, I think it is. Hasashi, Hasashi. Yeah, I guess that's fine. He does all like all the music for Ghibli. a lot of the Ghibli stuff. Nice. And there's this song called um, oh, what the hell was the name of it? Oh, Possession of the Gods. Procession. The Procession. Yeah. I'm sorry. Procession of the Gods. Mm. And the very last lyric, because it. It basically relates to the whole film. And then he says, there are no gods in electric things. Mm. That's pretty poignant. Yeah. I, I, Considering I, our world of, you know, cell phones and everything. I would agree with that. And how, you know, off the rails, you know, things have gone. I think when I use my phone more than a single hour in a day, I feel completely godless and like I'm going to hell. Yeah. That but, I'm actually wasting a large portion of my life watching... You know, parasites being removed from thumbs, <laughs> cows' hoofs being repaired, yeah, and pimples being popped. We just need to like purge our watching habits. You know, it feels like everything that we've gotten into consuming in the last decade is is finally took our brains to the very brink yes. of insanity, and we need to <laughs> we need to purge. We are truly stupid. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's time. <sighs> the to internet be has made us stupid. 
Steve ah. Jobs, thank you. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I the was, bicycle uh, for the mind has basically turned into the uh, cesspool of the mind. I don't know, something to that effect. Yeah, it's turned into. Um, I wonder what Jobs would think at this stage, like where everything is gone. I mean, Facebook was around before he died. I think, but if, the whole the Donald Trump phenomenon, and yeah. you know what I mean. If Steve Jobs knew what I used his devices for. <laughs> This is what he would tell me. Yeah. <laughs> to a beat. Steve Jobs will let me know that I have to stop cranking it so much. But uh, I've definitely defiled uh, the Apple promise, and I, I've used it to the most of my abilities, if you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> And the one quote that I pulled was Zaniba, and mm. she says, Once you do something, you never forget, even if you can't remember. Hmm. That's true, too. That yeah. type of shit stays in the body, you know? Yeah. We, uh, we keep a lot of stuff that we don't even realize it. So even though I'm being, you know, tortured by my phone and the <laughs> and internet me. of things, I, I can watch Spirited Away and come back and feel that there is hope in the world. Yeah. Thank God. Miyazaki is my god. <laughs> I would pray to Hayao. <laughs> I'd rather pray to him than Christ, if you know what I'm saying, dude. I'd... Wow. That's a hot take. <laughs> It is what it is. He's uh, given. I've, I have more tangible belief that Miyazaki is doing good for the world than Jesus. So, you know, will he go down in history as one of the great, you know, prophets yeah. of our time? Or easily, know, yeah. It's Muhammad, Jesus, <laughs> Miyazaki. It's all the same. That would be awesome. I'm sure. I'm sure the new Bible when it comes out in like 500 years, when society is just absolutely yeah. somebody finds like some, you know, they find Totoro. Yeah. <laughs> All we have is a catalog of Ghibli films that get pulled out of the freaking, you know, yeah, and the nuclear dolls. wasteland. It's like, who was this great master? <laughs> yeah, this this truth speaker, this truth seer. I think that it should be a movie. It probably is. I feel like... That somehow Miyazaki's films have become like the, you know, the Bible of the new world. Who would be the director that you would want to start a religion for? Chihiro is some kind of like, you know... She's the Mary Magdalene of it all. <laughs> <laughs> that feels about right. I don't think there's too many directors who I would like stake my my spiritual claim onto. I can't do Tarantino. I'm not into foot no, stuff no, like no. that. Nolan feels like a little too superfluous. Fincher is a psychopath. It's probably Paul Thomas Anderson. I'd probably like give my life and soul for PTA. I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Definitely, uh, out of the ones that you mentioned, mm -hmm. I would have to definitely say. I mean, there's there's probably plenty of other good ones, but like, I don't know, a PTA. But if I had to, fun. you know, put my faith in, you know, the 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 history of man going forward, I mean, Miyazaki wouldn't be a bad choice. No, I would rather I would choose Miyazaki over PTA. It's <laughs> like the next dictator or whatever. Uh, so the only takeaways that I had for this movie... <laughs> dictator. <laughs> it feels like we're moving no, in that way. I'm talking about a spiritual freaking guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, people claim to be all types of things as, uh, you know, spiritual guides. I mean, it's like the being... Dead Sea Scrolls. They pull these movies out. Oh, so Hideakiyano. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should lead me uh, to some incel life that I... I, I guess oh, I'm not damn, already that'd be Yeah, that'd even be more scary. Yeah, how much more would the incel population thrive or, uh, you know, curdle in that respect? But uh, I think it would probably only get worse. Uh, so the only takeaways that I had were stairs are scary. And uh, as uh, Chihiro ran down the stairs, it, it brought back memories of my own running downstairs. And 
Uh, I can tell you guys that it's not fun. It's not fun when you fall, and you should definitely be wary uh, of stairs when you're drunk. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that story until I'm properly prompted, yeah. but I'll save that one for another day. Uh, the other one that I had was there's always magic inside bathhouses, which how often have you been to a bathhouse? I've never. Never been to a bathhouse? You know, that was when we were in um, Japan, Kyoto. Yeah. They had some bathhouses. And I started at one point. I was like, "I'm like, why the hell didn't we go to the bathhouse?" We should. And I thought about it, but then somebody, I don't know. I, well, we we have you know, if we're taking a real step back and thinking about where we were two years ago and where we thought we would be if we were to do this episode again, we thought we were going to be in Japan doing Spirited Away for episode 100. So I wonder if we had kept up our schedule, we would be properly on time to be back. Uh, going to Ghibli Park because that was like one of the original yeah. ideations of the pod. Well, they just recently opened Japan back up to tourists. Yeah, and I think it's going to be cheap. So we couldn't even go if we wanted to. No, I mean, circumstantially, there was a lot of shit that was preventing us from doing such a thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny to think about what we wanted to do with uh, this particular episode and like the future of the pod and where we are now. But yeah, that's... Well, uh, I mean, 100, well, 100's what? 30 weeks away? Um, yeah, technically. Uh, probably not, because we usually have to skip some. Yeah, well, weeks. our schedule is so bad most of the time. Yeah. I'm either working, you're working. So we're or almost like, probably, you know, close to a year I'm out. having a relapse. A possibility. Yeah, we can, we can still maybe plan for that, you know. We'll, we'll keep that in the back burner. Uh, and then the, my last thing was, if you consume everything, money can't solve your problems. And this was the, uh, the no-face dilemma and it pretty much just boiled down to having good friends and being able to depend on them more than eating everything, I guess. Yeah, one of the questions I had was, was the, the bathhouse really a den of iniquity? Hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> Basically, it, I think it encompasses the seven deadly sins. Oh. Is this a theory of yours, or yeah. did you <laughs> explain? Well, I mean, there was gluttony, uh -huh. greed. Hmm. Pride, okay. Mm. Sloth, pride might be uh, Yababa. She could yeah. be prideful. Wrath, Yababa. wrath, Yababa as well. Envy, envy. That's um, maybe the dude who really wanted the roasted newt. He was very jealous of Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> I think it basically had it all right there. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty apt. You know, if I was to choose between Dante's Inferno and getting to the uh, Spirited Away bathhouse, I'd probably tell Virgil to fuck off. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm down to I'm down to hang out with you, Bob. Of course, I don't want to, you know, basically throw shade at, you know, Spirit Away. Just... It's not throwing shade. It's just you know you're doing the English the English major thing where yeah. you're reading into it. You know, I what thought was... it was uh, what was his uh, take on it? Nail it, uh, nihilism, yeah, existential, existential nihilism. nihilism. <laughs> wow, we made. Uh, I have to retcon that fucking comment that I made to that guy. He might be onto something. Um, but dad, it's another week in the triple XFL, uh, and Patrick Erskine is looking to bounce back after uh, a pretty sad loss last week. It was right at the end through a pick seven or a pick six that turned into seven with a field goal, but you lost by a point in the last seconds of the game. And, uh, he's, he's definitely looking to come back, which is, you know, pretty much what Erskine is always trying to do, but let's try to give him three points before we get on the field. So let's jump into three lies and a truth. So first up. Director Miyazaki created the characters of Chihiro, Yababa, and No-Face to represent three different sides of a single person. For example, No-Face represents the darker personality traits we struggle with, like obsession and greed. 
Entry number two. According to the animators, the character of Lin, while appearing human to Chihiro, is actually a snake, as are all the women in the bathhouse, something that is only acknowledged in storyboard notes and comments by the director. Entry number three. In his later years, Miyazaki considers Spirited Away to be one of his lesser movies, and even says he regrets directing the project because of the shadow it casts on all of his other films. And finally, a Japanese child and son of a construction worker for the new Ghibli Park was reported missing after entered the Spirited Away tunnel, only to be found three days later completely mute. <laughs> Dad, off the flip. What do you think is a lie? Uh, the last one. You think the last one is a lie? Yeah. You don't think anyone is bringing their no, kids to work day? It hasn't even opened yet. I oh, mean, a it, construction worker. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the thing. Are you locking that one in? Yeah. Dad, you're <laughs> correct. There's there's nobody getting lost. Everyone's fine. Uh, everyone got home without you know being traumatized. But uh, we still got some lies and still got one truth. What do you think is the next one up? Um, the one of the character of Lynn. Well, appearing human, because uh, I think Lin actually a rep uh, in Japan means fox or something like that. So I don't mm. think it was a snake. You locking that in? Yeah. Dad, you are correct. And it wasn't a fox. This is something that I saw uh, in an article from like a, a Twitter Q&A that Ghibli Studios did. But apparently all the women are slugs. And <laughs> it's only so that Chihiro sees them as women because... It has something to do with, like, the hierarchy structure of the bathhouse where, like, you see your superiors. They're slugs? Apparently. I guess that's sort of what they said. Uh, I can't see it. There's no evidence to that, but uh, that's sort of the claim. Yeah, that, that, that's a bad take. I, I don't know. <laughs> Everything's a bad take on this episode. <laughs> uh, all right, Dad, we're down to the last two. It's uh, the three characters being representations of one single person or Miyazaki being uh, fed up. By pretty much having to talk about Spirited Away for the rest of his life. Yeah, I'm going to say the first one's true because I can't imagine that Miyazaki considered Spirited Away one of his lesser movies. I mean, damn, I won an Academy Award. Are you locking that one in? Yeah. Dad? You are correct. Three points yeah. are going to Patrick Erskine on the Tampa Bay Vipers mm -hmm. because you're absolutely correct. He, uh, he didn't say anything about you know hating Spirited Away, but... I guess that was one of the uh, things that was learned about the movie pretty recently. This Q&A was done in, I guess, the last seven, eight, nine months or something like that. Um, but that was a very interesting detail. He wanted to represent, you know, a single person with all these different people, which is super cool. Nice. Uh, but, Dad, we've reached the, uh, more than the question check, and this is the, the game of games. This is the Triple the, the XFL. Were you paying attention? We're uh, ready to send it over to, uh, you know, Erskine of the gang, try to see if he can get another win, but... Before that, we have to send it over to our favorite co-host and his less uh, favorite co-host. Uh, why don't we just send this over to Joe? Does it sound good to you, Dad? Yep. Alrighty, Joe. Hit, Hit him with those horns! horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook. And to my left, I'm joined by my partner in commentary, Cliff Pinkton High School Jockage. Cliff What's happening, Joe? Hello, buddy. Welcome back. And together. Guess what? I just licked a toad. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, where'd you get the toad? In the desert. <laughs> Did you just get back off a fucking plane? We're in Savannah, Georgia. Well, <laughs> took a quick trip down to Mexico. We're so far from the border, Cliff. See I, the donkey show. Oh, I mean, geez. no, I mean, just... Was I, a dragon no, there? I was trying to get a religious experience. What? The was, it, <laughs> was it a donkey dragon show? Yeah. <laughs> I 
had to find out, man. Cliff, that's not something. How did Donkey do it? <laughs> no man needs to know that answer. But, <laughs> but together, we're coming to you live. I didn't want to know. Shut the fuck up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But together. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> I just saw God. So I'm just, You're tripping I'm a, balls, buddy. Yeah. We're going to get through this. You might even get a chance to come out of the field just because we're feeling a little loose. But. We're at Wright Stadium in Savannah, Georgia. We're anticipating a great game between the Savannah Spirit Seekers and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're a prodigal superstar, Patrick Vanilla Tanner Skines, looking to rebound after a disastrous fourth quarter interception. But if he wants to win, he's going to have to smart the Spirit Seekers defensive force in the middle. Mere cheek. Born a beanie baby, Reichard. Back to you, Drew. Born a beanie baby. That's uh, quite the transformation. I'm glad he's not only a defensive captain, but he's gained fucking sentience from being an animal that was filled with beanies. But dad, first question, uh, first half. What American candy is in the back seat with Chihiro? Is it M&M's, B, Jelly Bean, Jelly Beans, Jelly Belly, Jelly Beans, excuse me, uh, C, Snickers, or D, Kit Kats? I believe it's E. No, I mean, uh, <laughs> D, Kit Kat. Are you fucked up too? Yeah. <laughs> Did Cliff give you some toad? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, Joe. Uh, Cliff let said him... this would help me. You know, it's not. But... <laughs> Patrick, don't do it. <laughs> the toad is bad. All right, let's uh, let's send this over to you, Joe. Drew. After a heartbreaking interception in the closing minutes of last week's game, returning Pooper Bowl champion Patrick Erskine not only made his customary post-game strip club press conference, but TMZ leaked a backroom cell phone video of Vanilla Taint crying what? on a dancer's titties. Oh. Erskine must be feeling the pressure of his much hype return, and let's see if this defense can put on some more pressure. Erskine takes a snap. Fake pitch left, and he rolls right. He's looking. Now he spears this one right down the middle, and it's caught. Victor squeezes Vicey into my wife's coffee window, taking the hit and holding the ball for a big Vipers first down. Ooh, nice. Wow, squeezes Vicene in his wife's coffee? That kind of sounds like <laughs> he's trying to... It kind of sounds like he's trying to either poison her or make her shit her pants. I heard that's uh, the no, case. No, I think ricine will kill you. No, not ricin. Oh. Vice, vicine. Oh, vicine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this dude's putting ricin into this bitch's fucking drink. That's uh, that's a tough way to go there, buddy. I would stick to the vicine, definitely not the ricin, but we can move on to question number two since we got that first down. So, what shirt am I wearing... In the inaugural episode, and this is something that I say, it's a, in the first, like, I don't know, five, ten minutes of the episode. Is it A, a SpongeBob shirt, B, my Blue Storm cutoff, C, a UNH Mardi Gras tank top, or D, a plain white t-shirt? Uh, how could I forget? I'm surprised you're not wearing it today. SpongeBob. Joe, is he right? Drew, it's the start of the second quarter, and Erskine is setting up his offense and not afraid of germs formation. Erskine takes a snap. He drops back. He bumps. Now he's going to let it rip to the go man. And it's caught. Fake hell. Job is a crown royal back babette. Making the highlight reception for a major Vipers touchdown. Nice. Wow. Fake hell. Jock is a crown royal bag, which is really luxurious on your balls. Babette. <laughs> coming away with a touchdown to put you up fucking 10 to 0. That's uh, that's some good play. And I, I agree. I should be wearing that SpongeBob t-shirt a little bit more. You know. <laughs> I, I've sort of just put it away. And I haven't worn it in like... I don't know. It's eight what months. is it going into me and my dad watch anime freaking Hall of Fame? Yeah, we're we, I already it's framed glass, it. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode <laughs> first I episode, signed it. Yes. Yeah, there's uh there's a lot of commerce that can come from that fucking tea and I don't want to ruin it. There's a few wine stains on it and everything. I don't want did, it ended up did looking Did we drink wine the first episode? I'm sure we did. Yeah, cuz we did because then we talked about it after the fact be like, "Hey, we should introduce, you know, the bottle." Oh. That was sort of the thought process. <laughs> it's So we were uh, drinking but we weren't 
Yeah, we, we were, were making a big deal about it. Yeah. We, we we weren't getting like Wayne involved. You know, nobody was being harmed, uh, maimed, or accused of anything in the midst of getting a pour. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Wayne, I guess. But Dad, we got one more question before halftime. Question number three. When was the first episode released? Was it September 9th, uh, B, October 18th, C, November 15th, or December 1st? I believe it was in November because I remember you just talking about it. So November. Uh, I don't remember that, but I might have done that. Joe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Drew, we're in the closing minutes of the second quarter and the Vipers are lining up in their swamp spirit in my ass package. Or going to take a snap. Play action. He takes a step in the pocket and he fires a bullet right in the middle of his receiver. Dukong never washed my legs. Alabama handling the shot and stride for another touchdown. Holy shit. Erskine is fucking rolling right now. High off frogs. Absolutely throwing dimes. This is a, this is a dream come true after last week's debacle. <laughs> Erskine must just be uh, really, really feeling himself. And I think I think Joe should ask yeah, him a few what, questions. What, what, what happened last week? There was some kind of weird shit going on. I got distracted. Um. Yeah, I can't even remember what happened. I think you lost your pants, actually. <laughs> I think that's actually what happened. Yeah. They ripped your pants off, and you were uh, yeah. you were was, shook about that. I was exposed. Yeah, Cliff. For I'm having not Cliff. A, a smaller penis than I yeah. boast about. Well, yeah, that's 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 been canon for a while. Uh. <laughs> but it was the fact that you wore a comically large cup. But at least I could deny it. But now I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you could never deny it since your sex tape leaked maybe like episode 23, but that's neither here nor there. Joe, why don't you go ask... That was a deep fake. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so, because it got posted on Instagram, which is like completely against the policy. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Joe, why don't you go ask our uh, superstar some questions? Alrighty. Hey, buddy. How are you uh, feeling today? It looks like you're absolutely killing it. I am. I I actually... uh... I think I saw God and uh Wow, I, you and Cliff. Yeah. Did well, you guys Cliff have some came sort down of... to the locker room and uh told me that uh gave me some kind of uh energy drink or something, but uh I had an experience. Did it rib it? Matter of fact it did. Oh wow. You you put a fu- <laughs> I can't believe Cliff put a frog into a can and made you drink <laughs> out of it. That's fucked up. Yeah. Well, hey, I'm playing lights out. <laughs> I guess so. But you were saying you you saw God? Yes, That's kind of cool. I did. At least what I perceived was God. What were they like? Um, were they gendered? No, did they, they have weren't. a giant penis. No, they, they no, they were smooth. Ooh, <laughs> that's sort of the ideal. They, they were androgynous too, and I, I, I'm not sure. I love. I don't that. think it was God actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was just my future ex girlfriend. Uh, well, so. that sounds like quite the experience. Did you uh, ask this uh, celestial being any sort of questions? I did. I said, how will you play today? And he said, lights out. Oh, the 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 God said he was going to play lights out? Yeah. Wow. So gonna you're a give, manifestation of God. Give me the, the power to perform at a level that I've never seen before. Did you ask uh, this fucking, you know, cro- uh, frog hallucination what the secrets of the universe were? Uh, no, I didn't get that deep with him. I was just more concerned about my uh, performance in the game. I, uh, all I really care about is football. I feel like that's sort of a, a wasted opportunity, but you know, maybe uh, maybe Cliff has some better insights. Uh, Cliff, I know you're still uh, sitting up there in the booth, freaking the fuck out. Is there uh, any updates on your trip right now? Yeah, after the game, I'm leaving sports announcing for good. Well, wait a I'm minute. I'm going what? to. Uh, I've been told that I need to go to a uh, a cave in the Tibetan mountains. 
That ambulance is for you there, buddy. You sound a little crazy. <laughs> You're going to the Tibetan mountains? You can't be a monk. You love, well, you don't get pussy, but you love it, right? I have a higher calling. <laughs> You're just high. <laughs> That's the difference. Well, maybe after I come down, I'll come to my senses. But right now, I need to complete my, I think I need to save the world. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, uh, while you uh, get over your delusions of grandeur, let's just jump right back into the game. Drew, back to you. Fuck you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> wow that was some fucking spiritual insight there cliff let's go buddy all right dad we're uh <laughs> back in the game question number four what kind of fish does the father eat before turning into a pig is it a a kissing loach b a colacanth uh c an adriatic sturgeon or d a devil's whole pupfish this is something that you brought up in the yeah, original pod actually, too now i remember the Cololacanth or whatever, supposedly. You're uh, going with B? Yeah. All righty, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, we're here after halftime. The Vipers are starting in their puke before every game package. Erskine hangs it. Five-step drop. He's pointing to the comeback receiver, and he's going to go all the way. And it's caught. Buckbreaker hoards it by Cox Shadowguard, creating separation and making the reception for the big Vipers first down. Buck Rucker, horns on my cock shadow guard. <laughs> Pulling that fancy footwork out to get some uh, separation and being able to pull that one in for you. So that's a big move. It looks like this is going to be a major blowout if you put these other ones away. Uh, but, you know, let's see if uh, let's see if Erskine can keep up his high. So question number five. What color is Kamaji's cigarette pack? Is it A, yellow, B, blue, C, red, or D, green? Mm, this one I don't know. I'm going to guess red. Red? Yeah. All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, the third quarter is nearly over, and Petra's coming in line, and they're lost my baby on the train formation. Erskine hangs it. Play action. The rush pushes him out of the park, and he's going to rush left. Now he'll throw to the postman, but the pass is off, and it's intercepted. True <laughs> Garish heard a ghost in her pussy wash rag, capitalizing on Vanell's bad play with a ball hawk move to score. What? So they're going to bring this motherfucker all the way back. You guys were sleeping on it. You threw a weak, weak fucking post, and he got some blockers all the way back. So we're, uh, I think we're only up, what, 20... Yeah, 21, 20, something like that to seven. Yeah, I mean, you're still good. There's really no yeah, way they're going to win no this game. But, you know, it, it could still look bad on your stats, which is, you know, something that we had to keep keep an eye on. But final question, let's just wrap this bitch up. Question number six, what animal is on the witch's seal that is inside Haku? Is it A, a frog, B, a pig, C, a dragon, or D, a cat? I believe it's A, a frog. A, a frog? All righty, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, the Vipers are facing another two-minute drill, and Patrick is starting the offense and fell in love with the dragon package. Erskine takes a snap. He's standing in the pocket. Defender grabs him, but he breaks free. Now Patrick's going to take another deep shot, and it's caught! Sayless, shit at the dinner table, Easterby, mossing this ball over to Defender, and he's going to get just enough yardage for kicker, punter extraordinaire, Beef Whistle Simmons to boot this one through for another three points, and the Vipers are going to win this one handily. Wow. Good fucking game, Patrick. Really cementing yourself back into, uh, you know, the upper echelon of quarterback. You know, everybody has a weird game, especially during the early part of the season, and it looks like you got yours out there. How do you feel, Patrick? I feel great. I mean... You sound like you're going to cry. <laughs> Are you emotional because of your journey? Sort of, you know. I saw shit I've never seen before, and uh, it's led me to a, a, new, a new height in my game. I bet. I bet. I'm so glad that you got to, uh, I guess, trip balls for the first time and have some sort of uh, development in your, your appreciation of humanity. So, good for you. Uh, but, Dad, Patrick, I guess, everybody here, let's try to keep these festivities going. 
I know that we're not necessarily there to join them, but uh, maybe we can uh, join them into the fucking locker room from uh, Zoom. Play a little uh, Would You Rather to keep up the festivities as uh, Patrick jumps in that ice bath. So, Dad, I only got one Would You Rather this week since uh, there wasn't really a lot for me to like grab from in terms of this movie. But would you rather cry hysterically whenever you eat or turn into a pig until your meal is digested? <laughs> so both kind of suck. Yeah, both of them pretty much take you out of going out to eat because I don't think anyone's going to sit there and watch me cry hysterically. <laughs> yeah, you would need like oh, your own back room to be able to uh, essentially go out to and eat without. And to turn into a pig is just going to be disgusting also. That'd be kind of a cool way to get out though. Like you you fast all day and then you go out to eat at night and you get to turn into a pig at the end of the meal so they don't make you pay for it. It's like your your fucking food turned my husband into a pig. And then you got to I wonder know. if you would sort of become famous like <clears throat> the wolf, you know what I mean? And um, mm. Teen Wolf. Like they go, Wolf, wolf, and they'd be like <laughs> pig. everybody like pig, 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 pig and then you're like, okay. Well you're not a police officer, so they can't like just throw that at you. What? <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, yeah, I think I think they'd probably get into it. You know, I think the mob mentality. Uh, once they see a man turn into a pig, they're just going to lose their mind. Yeah. You know, people are also. I don't know. I mean, because that would be you know some kind of crazy phenomenon. The man that turns into a pig. I wonder if there's like lingering uh, pigness I mean, once crying you... hysterically. They're just like, dude, you you know you're going to be sent to a mental institute or something. Yeah, there's no, there's no fucking Prozac that we can put you on. That's Every gonna... time I eat, I gotta cry. Is the meal bad? Like, no, I just can't. I can't stop. It feels no, so it's good. so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Emily, it's the best fucking burger I've ever had. When's the last time that you cried? Do you remember? Uh, probably when uh, Charlotte. Hmm, that's true. Yeah, that was a good cry. I think I cry... During movies a lot. I mean, I cried during Drive My Car. I cried during some other movies that I watch. So I'm probably a little bit more on the uh, the easy to cry yeah, spectrum. See, I never than you cry are. during a movie, but I get choked up. But I don't. I'll let it. I'll let a tear go. Yeah. I'm pretty like yeah, confident I in myself. It, I, I fight it back. I don't. I let it go, dude. Crying is amazing. Crying is like one of the best feelings. It's like better than coming most of the time. Because <laughs> crying can happen for like a long time. I can only come. Theoretically, I can only have an orgasm for like 30 to a minute straight. 30 seconds to a minute straight. I can cry for like an hour plus, and that's going to feel amazing after I'm done. <laughs> so I might cry after every meal, because I don't want to turn into a pig. What uh, what happens if I want some fucking, you know, post-dinner pussy? I'm not going to be able to fuck anybody. No, I mean, I don't care if I'm crying while I'm eating. Yeah. As long as, you know, people aren't giving me shit for it, and I have to explain myself. I mean, it would only be... You'd have to explain yourself here in public, but... I, I don't feel like I have to explain myself to anybody most of the time, so I would just let them watch me cry, and then I would just be okay with it, because that's just who the fuck I am. The thing is, you say hysterically. And yeah. It would be one thing <laughs> if you're just like... <laughs> I would have to do a lot of takeout, you know? I'm not, I'm not sitting in the restaurants. I'll go sit on a park bench. Well, you're at the... <laughs> I'll go sit on the, uh, the homeless, unfriendly park benches and cry my eyes out. That's sort of how I'll spend my time. Do you start to cry even when you start thinking, like when you're ordering? Like, <laughs> you're getting hungry and you're welling yeah. up. <laughs> I'll yeah. have a big bag. <laughs> oh, shit. Fucking large fry, motherfucker. Sir, sir, <sighs> sir. Do you want to supersize that? Oh, shoot. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. 
When did they take away the supersize? After that movie demonized it? They don't do that shit anymore? Or do they still supersize it at McDonald's? I don't, I, no, I don't think they do. I think they. I think that movie put such a bad rap on supersizing that they yeah. had to take it away. Yeah. It made it sound like McDonald's was definitely trying to give you heart disease. Yeah, which I think much... <laughs> Would you like heart disease? Well... Yes, please. A double. <laughs> Animal style. Yeah. <laughs> a McGangbang with heart disease on the side. I, I would like the Big Mac attack. I think everything that is bad for us should have the same labeling as cigarettes. I think we should be informed all the time when we're doing something bad. Even like a wine bottle. Be like, hey, if you drink well, this, all the fucking... it does say that if you're pregnant or something like that. What does the warning label say here? Government warning. According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink. Or call their exes after Ever. drinking this. <laughs> no. And alcoholic during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects, consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car. I disagree. No, I wonder I mean, how <laughs> many people are afflicted with fetal alcohol syndrome. That feels like a what? lot. You know, really? people who I no. think there's probably a lot of people who have like some form of fetal alcohol syndrome. I'm just questioning what's going to happen. I keep, to all these <laughs> I keep going back to Safari and seeing the Shrek and donkey thing. COVID uh, babies, like, is that going to be a thing? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, there's, I'm sure there's people who like got people pregnant during the pandemic, but like the idea of having children isn't as enticing as it used to be. Coming inside of people is at an all time high. Cream pies are on the rise, but like getting people pregnant is like way, way down. (laughs) (laughs) That's just the statistics, dude. That's just how it is. How, wait a minute. I I don't even, those seem to be on opposites. I mean, it doesn't make sense. What? Coming inside somebody is like, but not getting pregnant? Yeah, it's cool to come inside somebody, but it's not cool to get someone pregnant. You can come inside people without getting them pregnant. That was like... Well, it's possible. The best yeah. thing in the world. Yeah. It's anybody who has like an IUD or something like that. That's sort of like oh, the head of space. Okay. We're not talking about like or raw pussy right. getting... <laughs> We're not talking about that, Dad. We're not playing the, the numbers game here. You know, <laughs> you're, not you're playing Russian roulette. Yeah, with my fucking dick and balls, dude. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> So no, I, I think uh, I think that's probably where it has to be. I'm on, I'm going to choose the crying hysterically thing, and what you're going to turn into a pig, or you're going to cry too. No, nah, I'm going to cry. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, Dad, we've uh, we've reached Ghibli all grown up, which harkens back to you know obviously this. We we've, we've reached back to the the very roots of the meaning of this fucking category, and I was actually able to find uh, some suggestions that we had for potential sequels. Uh, from the first episode, and also I have one additional one, and I want you to choose which one we're going to do for Ghibli. So, the first one that we have up is Chihiro works for Parks and Rec and has an unexplained and complicated relationship with Rivers. Uh, After a fallout with Zaniba, this is the second one, uh, No-Face becomes the hot dog eating king in America, beating Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut for the crown. Uh, The next one would be Kamaji is diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer from smoking cigarettes all day and charcoal smoke and becomes the roasted newt Walter White so we can make enough money to get him and Lynn out of Yababa's employment. Or uh, there's a blood rivalry with a uh, bunch of people who live in a a town made entirely of restaurants, (laughs) which is sort of what that fucking place was uh, at the beginning of the movie. I think we should do... No face becomes the hot dog eating king. <laughs> no face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let me fucking set a little team air. All right. Three, two, one, go. So we're, uh, imagine us as like just two normal guys. We're like walking into the big festival. Dude, Sam, this is a dream come true. We drove all the way out to Iowa. We're going to see the, the greatest food eating championship of all time. I'm... I'm so excited. What do you feel? 
I can't wait. I mean, this is the highlight of my year. I mean, I mean, you've been practicing hot so hard. Dog eating king. That's me, buddy. Yeah, I've been expanding my stomach for like weeks now. I know. I've watched you. You've you've devoured more fucking loaves of bread and water than I've seen any other man do it. It's. I don't want to just be like you know sucking your dick because I'm your your best friend, but like, dude, you're that guy. You are him, Hemi Turner. You're eating shit up every single day. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I'm going for it. And oh, dude, dude, look, it's fucking Kobayashi. Oh, oh my oh. God, is that Chestnut too? Oh wow. You got the big boys here, dude. I I, I thought this I'm was just. I'm ready. Supposed- I'm ready. Are you not worried about it at all? I mean, no. But who's that fucker over there, man? Who? With the mask on and shit. What? He's weird. I, I almost looks like he's translucent or something. Oh he my doesn't God. have a face. That looks like the fucking Babadook, dude. Who? What is that thing? <laughs> fucking Babadook. Hey, man. I don't... You can't bring it in a... I call foul. Uh, this guy's supernatural. I don't know. Let's let's go fucking talk to the judge because we don't want to... If this guy's lining up to go eat all these hot dogs, I don't want to, you know, get haunted or something just by being in the audience. Hey, Mr. Uh, Mr. Judge Man. Hello? Uh, he's like on this very, very high seat when we're calling up to him. Hey, sir! Sir! There's a fucking ghost monster here. He wants to eat hot dogs. Uh, I can't hear you. There's a ghost monster who eats the hot... Fuck you! What? <laughs> Buddy, Sam... Sam, this is this is a lot. They're they're obviously not going to listen. This guy seems to be in this weird high Whatever, chair. Whatever, I'll take him down. He doesn't look like pff, he can eat shit. <laughs> Announcing uh, the beginning of the hot dog eating tournament. All contestants, please find your way to the stage. Sam, look at me, buddy. <laughs> Sam, yeah, look at me, buddy. I got gotcha. you. You got worry, this. Man. I got it. Hey, there's a lot on the line. If you don't win, your oh, mom's going to lose her fucking house. Your sister's going to get sold off to some sort of, I don't know, Eastern European whorehouse. That's what's at stake. I just want you to remember, you know, we came here a long way. I got my game face on. Don't worry. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Fucking Joey Chestnut sits next to you. Hey, man. Are you, uh, you really think you're going to beat me? I do, man. You don't look that tough. Joey Chestnut grabs you by the fucking throat. Hey, 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 Joey, Joey. I can feel how narrow your shit is, boy, and you're not going to swallow those hot dogs faster than me. I let go. Fuck. Chestnut, you fucking dick. Hey, dude, I need you to Choke on this. Whoa. (laughs) You knock fucking Chestnut out cold. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Oh, the whole crowd is freaking the fuck out. Order! He choked me! He choked me! <laughs> he drew first blood! Fucking No Face comes over and eats Joey Chestnut. He devours him whole. <laughs> What's that? What's that fucking No Face motherfucker? He can't even talk. Oh my god. He, he's starting to sound like. Ch- he, he, he sounds like Chestnut! Let's eat bull. Pussy! <laughs> Alright, well, it seems like uh, everyone here is ready to go. <laughs> On your mark, get set, go! Oh, Sam, Sam, drink more water! Come on, come on! You're, you're fucking getting behind! No face is just eating like 20 <laughs> hot dogs at a time. 
Some dude next to you pukes in your lap. Uh, oh, Sam, keep going, buddy! Got game face on, don't worry! Alright, three, two, one! Everybody stop! Put your hot dogs down! Alright, uh, this is uh, the, the official count. We have Kobayashi at 45, oh, 46 hot dogs! Everyone fucking claps for him. It's like a big round of applause. Next up, we have Sam, and his uh, total is 13 hot dogs. What? And with our winner, we have, I think his name is No Face, with 250 hot dogs in 60 seconds flat. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sam. No face bullshit, man, and I didn't eat the 13. Uh, uh, I want a recount. <laughs> uh, th this man is calling a recount. We uh, will need you to uh, purge on the spot to properly count all the hot dogs in your stomach. What? <laughs> Wait, what? Sa Sam? Are you, <laughs> are you willing to do that? If it proves that I ate more than 13, you're damn right. I think I had more like, well, shit, I didn't eat 200. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, you seem to be uh, way outclassed, even if you had five more. Yeah. It seems uh, a little unlikely. Yeah, well, fuck it then. I'm not I'm not going to barf. This no-face dude. This, this is, is bullshit. so fucked, dude. You I'm can't bring supernatural beings into the freaking contest. How about you shake my hand, boy? You got no hands, bitch! <laughs> I eat you. <laughs> oh! <gasps> no, Sam! <laughs> we, we, we can cut it off there. <laughs> that feels fine enough. You get devoured by fucking no-face. Yeah, that's uh, that seems about right. He not only beat out Kobayashi by a wide margin, but he devoured you and Joey Chestnut, which is like taking in all your numbers. So he just was way off. He was probably at 300 hot dogs yeah. in him at once. Yeah, it was... That's bullshit. I mean, <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, dude. I, I think. I mean, no face can just, you know, basically eat anything out of. Uh, he's unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, you were way outmatched. There was really no way that you, you know. could have brought a dump truck over and just dumped a hot dog right in his throat. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Capable. I mean, he's undefeated. There's really nobody who's gonna yeah. beat him ever again. No, and that's sort of what we're cementing with that Ghibli there. Yeah. Uh, just like we're trying to cement, I guess, No Face as uh, the the greatest competitive eater of all time. That's why we can't let any of these spirit world freaking, you know, entities into our world. You're being a little spiritist. You need to chill out. Being a little spirit racist. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> these ghosts are are ghost listeners. We have like a certain demographic who are unidentified, uh, and those are the ghosts. You know, you need to chill the fuck out. That's an important part of our demographic. But Dad, like we're trying to cement uh, No Face as the greatest eating champion of all time. We're also trying to cement this movie on uh, one of our, our patented Rushmores. Uh, and I have a couple here. So <laughs> hopefully we can uh, at least get you know somebody on here. So first one up on the Rushmore. We have the greatest bowl cuts Rushmore. Does Haku beat out Lloyd Christmas in Dumb and Dumber? Leonard Nimoy as Spock in Star Trek? Uh, the Beatles in A Hard Day's Night? Or Javier Bardem as Anton Chigurh in No Country? Greatest bowl cuts. <laughs> it's a pretty exclusive list. 
An honorable mention uh, to harken back to the old days would be like Anakin from fucking The Phantom Menace. That would be another good bowl cut. But like, I'm okay with these four as being the tops. Even though Javier's is a little moppish, Anton Chigurh's is a little too, almost a little too long for uh, the bowl. But it still has bowl-like qualities. Yeah, I'm not inclined to put him on here because, you know, he's not really human. He's more of a river spirit, so. But, I mean, it's an iconic bowl cut. You know, the fact that What's-His-Face chose that for him, you know, truly shows that he knows what he's talking about. Do you want to see this Venetian hairstyle that uh, has been blowing up on um, TikTok is, like, something people are talking about? This is apparently what old... Uh, Italian men would cut their hair to look like it's a it's a type of bowl cut, but it has like this weird ridge with that under curl. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a prominent part of the hairstyle is the under curl. It, more, it looks more like a helmet. Yeah, it's it sort of doubles as a helmet. And I mean, it has is such somebody a sporting this hairstyle. It looks like a shell. I mean, yeah. I mean, this would be most young men in uh, Italy at the time. I'm sure Leonardo da Vinci was uh, flirting with. This this shell like bowl cut of some kind, <laughs> the tuck under, yeah. but <laughs> that, that's what people were looking like, dude. We're we're lucky to be bald. Yeah, I respect. was just gonna say maybe if I had, you know, like I was like, uh, we'll let you have your hair back, but you have to look like this. I don't know. I might not go there. I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. I would. I would prefer to keep maybe shaving my head yeah. than to have that fucking disgrace of a haircut. I'm sure that got people pussy in the good old days, dude. In the you know in the Venetian Renaissance or whatever in the Baroque days. But not not now. I mean, there are certain good things about being a bald man. Yeah, I mean, like having a hair huge dryers. Dick. No. <laughs> 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 well, that helps matter. But <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah, there, there's some there's some definitely. Uh, no, some I'm just perks. saying. Like, I mean, I have to watch my wife blow dry her hair every morning. Never. Yeah. Don't don't need a hair dryer. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, haircuts. Don't have to pay for them. Yep. It's just the, the, the you know, electric buzz cut. Trust me, I'm, I'm all here for it. You know, I know our, our, uh, <laughs> our artwork on the podcast is a little deceptive since it was uh, harkens back to the day where I had hair. Um, but now I'm a, I'm a very proud shaved head man, you know. Yeah. Well, it's still there. It's just you keep Yeah, it. I got the stubble. But, yeah. you know, I prefer a nice I, lo- I want to look like I was a prisoner somewhere type of thing uh, or in some sort of gang. Uh, all right, next one up on the Rushmore. Smells like shit Rushmore. Does the stink spirit beat out Oscar the Grouch in the adventures of Elmo in Grouchland, Captain Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean, Gollum from the Lord of the Rings, or Shrek from Shrek? Oh, yeah. He's on there. I think he has to be. Yeah. And I don't... I think Shrek has to stay. I don't think there's anything we can say to take Shrek off. Let's... Shrek really stinky? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least... I think he had bad breath, but I don't know. I, he was bathing in a swamp. Oh, that's true. He did do a little... He and farts he was farting. His, yeah, he farts in his fucking yeah. mud jacuzzi. He likes doing his little bubble bath. Yeah. That's yeah. his whole thing. He loves being stinky. That's yeah. like his part of his personality. He's like, yeah. I stink. Yeah. But I think maybe Gollum or... I think Gollum I is mean, the weak Jack here. Sparrow, did he stink? He's a pirate. Yeah, I think he smells like garbage. I think. Yeah, well, but he's the least smelliest. Between Oscar, Gollum, yeah, and Oscar Shrek. Yeah, Oscar the Grouch lives in a garbage can. Gollum is just 
naked, naked, <laughs> filthy dirty. piece of shit. And <laughs> yeah, Shrek supposedly just like you know basing. He's a fucking stuff. ogre. Yeah, he just likes. Yeah, that's part of his whole identity. So between Gollum and Jack Sparrow, that's sort of the two that we're trying to take I, out I for think the shit. Jack spirit. Sparrow. I mean, because he still had a thing for, with the ladies. I mean, I don't think he'd you know have a chance. If I don't he think was... the ladies smell particularly like roses either. I'm sure their well, coochies smell like yeah. the high seas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Low tide. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something like that. Okay. Now I think Sparrow gets down. All right, we're we're cutting Sparrow out and putting the stink spirit in. You know, that's another L for Johnny. Of course, Johnny. the stink spirit got you know distinct. Technically, it wasn't even a stink spirit. It was like yeah, this he was water, a river spirit. Yeah, that just stunk yeah. because of human. Because he took in a lot of human garbage. Yeah, and then she g- he gave Chihiro the. And he said, how, what did we call? What that? did he the, say to her? Like nice job. Yeah, good job. Good job. And then he gave him the emetic dumpling, is what we called it in the first episode. Oh, the, yeah. The puking fucking dumpling that they had. What the hell was that? It was, uh, it was, and she like kept a weird like gift. trying to pawn it off, like, eat this, yeah. even though she tasted it and, like, and she, those like, are the two separate she, people. Why did she think it had any kind of powers? Like, yeah. it was, like, actually, like a medicine. I don't know. It, it seemed like a prank when she first got it. And that's sort of what we had came to the conclusion the first time. It was like, <laughs> this is like a weird prank they pulled on her. Yeah. Uh, but finally, on our last Rushmore, greatest animated film of all time. Ooh. The wow. Spirit Away beat out Toy Story, The Lion King, Shrek, or Finding Nemo. Oh. Damn. This movie shows up, I think, number two on. Pretty much all of the lists that I looked at, Spirited Away was always in the top four and every list that I looked at. And these movies that are listed are also stone cold classics. I think if I'm going to just look at this, I can't take Toy Story off because that was that was a huge movie in our family history. Yeah, absolutely. Toy Story was Lion like, King. I I, I I can't pull that one off. I honestly really, you think that one is like out of the three? Stone? I would, and I like all these movies. <clears throat> I actually I have a hard time putting Spirit Away out there, but I mean, if we were to put it on, I would take Finding Nemo off. In you terms take of Finding Nemo off over Spirited Away. I think the Lion King is the weak link here for me. I think the Lion King is depreciated. I don't really give a fuck about it. It's just Hamlet with lions. Um, Spirited Away does other shit and has a different sort of story structure. It's pretty. What do unique. you think was the best story out of those four? Um, best story of the OG Toy Story, the Lion King, Shrek, or Finding Nemo. I think Shrek is the best one. Really? The best story? I think story is like kind of a funny word to describe it i, I think the, i mean the lion king you know the whole circle of life thing that had a deeper meaning like i said it's just fucking hamlet it's just like the same regurgitated plot from shakespeare which uh, is a lot of uh you're movies. saying it's not original no i'm saying that Shrek it's was it took from all the fairy tales i think that's more interesting though it's like postmodern. you know it's taking all these things and playing with the idea of a fairy tale in a more interesting way than me getting the hots for Nala when she's about Shrek to give Simba some fucking did a lion pussy. Job of like sort of you know goofing on pop culture. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Finding Nemo though is just you know father, son, lost. 
I like that more though, I guess. I think I I'm just really shitting on the Lion King, which is like not fair. But between the Lion King and Finding Nemo? The thing is Lion King came out before all these. But then the we could other... also do like Pinocchio and the Seven Dwarves as being like better examples of early ah, animation. Fuck Pinocchio. I didn't like Fuck Pinocchio. <laughs> I mean, they all turn no, into no, no, donkeys, I don't wanna, which is I don't cool. want to shit on old Fuck Pinocchio. Man. I don't give a fuck. The new one sucks dick. Tom, Tom Hanks is, like, literally laying an egg in the last quarter of his fucking career by being in these jack shit movies, including Pinocchio. <laughs> so I'm, I'm definitely okay with saying fuck Pinocchio. <laughs> Although, like, a bunch of... Did you notice or know that a bunch of people are making Pinocchio movies this year? They had the regular one... Guillermo de Toro is coming I out with one. I want to be a real boy. Something about the 2020s is like elicited the Pinocchio story. <sighs> I'm not going to watch any Pinocchio shit. All right. Neither am I. Boy, but this is... Uh, this is hard. Yeah. This is one of the most debated fucking yeah. uh, <laughs> that we've ever had. I, I want to put it on here. And I think I know, like I said, I think the Lion King is the weak link out of the three. If not, Finding Nemo is maybe the second. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm not putting him on there. No. I mean, it's like close. It's probably five between. Wow, if you were gonna rank these, I don't even know actually. Because, like I said, this is regarded in most places. It, this is a good movie, but you know, technically, I actually, I've actually liked some other Ghibli stuff. I do too. This movie has actually, in a weird way, become less good for me the longer uh, I've spent with it, and the more that I watch it, it feels. Very simple in a way, but also like I, I think I like Ponyo better. <laughs> Ponyo truther alert! <laughs> no. This dude's a no, fraud. No, no, no. We haven't watched Ponyo actually, on this podcast. You can't make that claim. A lot of people sort of like... Ponyo wasn't good! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Trump. It was bullshit. That little girl was a fucking fish. <laughs> no one cares, Trump. You're going to end up in the ocean if you keep talking shit about Ponyo. <laughs> I think maybe Ponyo is something we have to actually watch on this podcast in the seventies, just because we've talked about it for the earlier uh, uh, for the earlier half of this pod. It's weird because I did watch Ponyo, and I'm not saying it's like my favorite movie by any means, but you are a Ponyo truther. Holy I do. Fuck, I do sort of like Ponyo. <laughs> I love it, dude. And Ponyo's the weird fine. thing is, I I saw like bits of it a lot of times, and I kept saying like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna watch this Ponyo shit." Mm. And then I ended up watching it, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm cool with Ponyo. I'm not against Ponyo. The I Wind just... Rises too actually has a special place. Yeah, because we went and saw it in that you know art house there, that little theater. Mm -hmm. Me, you, and Troy. I think Mononoke is better than Spirited Away. I like Princess Mononoke, uh, Mononoke more than yeah, Spirited Away. Yeah, we need to do that because um, we've been holding on to that one for a while. Yeah. And uh, that one actually does have a little bit more. Spirit Away, a lot of people considered it like the top, but I'm not sure. I think Mononoke is his magnum opus. I think that's one of the best things ever put to a sheet of paper is Mononoke. I think the artistry, uh, the vision of that, the conflict is uh, on a much higher scale for me than Spirited Away. So I'm actually okay with keeping it off because... Like I said, Spirited Away has a special place in my heart uh, as being like a Stone Cold classic, but it doesn't resonate in the same way. Like, I think of Princess Mononoke as like, there will be blood. Like, I think it's that type of movie, type mm -hmm. of thing. It just feels more important. So, yeah. Spirited Away, unfortunately, gets kept off the greatest anime uh, film, animated film of all time, yeah. which is kind of a hot take. 
not something we're uh, you know you know we've definitely given a lot of hot takes this episode, but that might be the hottest. I guess we're gonna have to at some point go down the whole Ghibli list and and sort of like we'll do a Ghibli. You ranking. know that was the original vision. Yeah, truly. In terms, and I of, perverted or, it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> then you freaking brought in hentai and shit and tentacle sex, but. Uh, well, there was there was evidence of me kind of I turning the wheel right away. I thought this was going to be a, a clean Christian podcast, but it's turned into tales of masturbation and um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what this whole podcast is about now. We're we're turning the uh, the religious route, dude. Like every person who gets canceled on the internet, we're going back to God because that's how we get our fucking shit back to Well, hey, I licked the toad. I did. I spoke to God. Yeah, there's been a lot of connections with some higher power, and I'm the only one who's not high right now, and I think I'm only going to get lower. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, come on! You're fucking spitting your wine up out of your nose. Damn. That was so funny. You look like such a jackass. Went down the wrong pipe. Uh, That's uh, that's, uh, that's maybe... uh, the, the 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 sign that we should do a uh, last call for alcohol because we're uh, we're nearing the end of this bottle and, and Dad can't handle anymore because it's coming out of his nose. <laughs> we're, we might get it on the fucking corduroys, which is maybe a little worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Dad, was there uh, any questions or anything for uh, the director before we kick it over to Muskie? I felt like I had something and I I can't I can't find it. Yeah, no more questions. We had a bunch of questions the original time, but you know we don't have too much more to ask i think yeah i'm i'm good yeah i'm uh i'm pretty much also set on uh spirited away i'm glad we revisited it it was a a good reminder of you know like you said the original vision of what this podcast was supposed to be uh (laughs) and in some ways this became like a weird nightmare yeah the vision uh is is what you heard right now yeah (laughs) maybe we should uh yeah i don't know if that was the vision but that's what it is Mm mm-hmm but we, I think that's a good idea. In the same way that we had a, uh, you know, a tournament for our, our best celebrity fighters, we can do uh, maybe not a tournament for Ghibli movies, but we'll do like a big ranking night. You know, so that'll be an episode, maybe like eighty or something like that. I don't know. We'll think about it. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't have any last calls. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we call it down to our ship captain, who uh, I guess is still fucking <laughs> bearing the storm up there. Uh, Ma- Gus, what's up? How are you? I Gus mean, is the captain. Yeah, of course I'm the fucking captain. Uh, Who do you think is going to be driving the thing? Flipper? <laughs> Flipper, you know. He I'm can... sure Flipper is a little bit more seaworthy than you. He probably has direction. You, oh, come on. Flipper couldn't find the fucking, you know, he couldn't find his, his ass from his tail fin, dude. He, he, could, he could barely get up in the morning without me. That's yeah. right, Flipper. I mean, <laughs> he, Flipper doesn't have a great sense of direction. That's how he ended up, Musky, you know, hooking up with me. if you don't get us home, I'm going to be... Super pissed. I've already got like sand up my fucking in everything. There's a shower on the yacht. Oh, is there? You've just been holding onto this the sand in your crack for a week because yeah. you're degenerate. Yeah. And you've been shitting out fucking coconut poops for a while. <laughs> you just hang out with Trump all day. You've just become like the antithesis of who you are. You're a complete fucking sellout, David. That's right. Me and David, surprisingly kind of friends. He calls me all the time. He asks me to cuddle. I said, no, David, that's my bunk bed. Wow. you! No, <laughs> no, no, no. I can't believe they have Trump. bunk beds. <laughs> that's not me. <laughs> well, who could it be? Uh, well, uh, Trump, That's that might be me, actually. <laughs> I kind of like the cuddle. I've been uh, I've been touched to pride for so long. And guess what? Yeah. Hey, Flipper. 
<laughs> Flipper's also coming in. I love it when he's so wet. He lets me slide right in. Hey, Trump, you stay out of his fucking flipper hole. I mean, his blowhole. I mean, I, yeah, Flipper, save that for me. You're my fucking, you know. We're not in an open relationship. You know, this is, I don't want to put a label on it either. I think but like, freaking Flipper's just kicking you to the curb. I'm a fucking monogamous guy, and Flippa obviously has gotten in his head after looking at all these hot TikTok dolphins that he wants to, you know, hook up with whomever. But I'm the best he's ever going to fucking get, and we can all acknowledge that. Even Trump, who is, uh, you know, full of shit, but we all knew that. You're not wrong. No. <laughs> I mean, this is, uh, this is a lot, guys, and I feel like the storm is approaching, uh, and I, I don't think we're prepared for it. Uh, has anyone battened down the hatches? No, I don't really even know what that means. This is a this is a fucking you know, <laughs> this is not a sailboat. Let's be honest. I, I'm I'm kind of worried that we're gonna run out of gasoline. Uh oh, well. Well, you know, if we're gonna be shipwrecked again, <laughs> we might as well party. Let's go. Yeah. I'm so glad we did this for two weeks in a row. <laughs> You want to dance? Yeah! Hey, stop it! Stop feeling a flipper! <laughs> flipper, this, leave some space for Jesus! Come on! Keep a fucking on between! This is no, Drew, get your fucking dad! He's, he's trying to kiss Flipper! <laughs> dad, come on! Stop teasing fucking I'm dogs! I'm not freaking going after the Flipper! <laughs> that, dog is, that fucking dolphin is disease, dude! Alright, why don't we just ride it on the, the, the Rick Roll? Because this is my favorite shit in the world! Dad, hit me with that Jackson Mane through the window! Hey, what's your wine race? Um, hey, what's your wine rating? I'm going to tell you, this is the best under $10 wine I've ever had in my life. I agree. Let's do a full-on five out of five Rick Rolls. Blast that shit, Dad. Woo! All right, guys, we have no idea what we're doing. And hopefully on the other one we'll be able to figure it out. But we're going to fucking party. Woo! And hopefully yeah! we don't die in the storm, baby. Let's go. Oh, come on. Don't drink and drive! <laughs>